0: Hi, hi Talk Recorded live. Okay, welcome
1: to Prayer Warriors needed because Prayer Warriors are needed. Tonight we come together to pray over for the nation, for our families, for our bloodlines, for the ending of the targeted individual sick program, racist program, uh, malicious targeting, harassment is a sick program, and we put this program, we plead the blood of Jesus Christ over the program to dismantle it and for God's people to come out and use the skills that God gave them to work together to rid this program off this earth. It is the sickest program one can imagine. Um, in the midst of such, though, so we're going to continue to grow in the word of God, and we're going to read, continue to read about the book of Job some amazing facts, we'll be looking at Job, um, the history and background of the book of Job. Amazing fact that Job is not only the oldest book in the Bible, which I didn't know was the oldest book in the Bible, Job is, Job is also probably the oldest piece of literature on earth. It's about 4,000 years old. So we'll take a look at that. Actually, to bear with me, I have a cold. New York's weather is under assault. We went from 75 degrees the other day to 17 degrees the other night, which is, I mean, half of New York. They probably got all the uh, pharmaceuticals ready for cold medicine because this is just outrageous, this uh, temperature change, and we know that they have a weather weapon out here that they can use to cause man-made disasters and to change the weather. It means everything to advance this diabolical thing called eugenics. Well, we plead the blood of Jesus over eugenics, that it will be broken. The eugenics is the sick idea of making people sick so you can control them, inducing sickness and disease for purposes of control. When you're incompetent, you know, that you have to do these type of things because you don't have this thing called God-given skills. God-given skills override all kind of man-made skills, override paper, degree, certificate, license. And when you sell your soul to the devil, you forfeit your God-given skills. So these demons have found a way. To try to stop God's people from using their God-given skills by making them sick, inducing sickness to cross this earth. Above all, not just inducing sickness, making people believe they're sick so that they can give them the prescriptions that will really finish them off. And that's what eugenicists basically do. And the United States
0: uh, powers that be have given this sick group of people the uh, sorry to do this, and um, this is very sick day in America, and we just continue to pray for God's people to wake up and uh put it because that's a sick thing to induce sickness, induce poverty, also
1: some incompetent Bottom bucket, weakness, can look like they're in control. And they have a psychological programming with it too. So we bind that deep and stir it up. I'm going to open up tonight with Psalms, uh, I think it's Psalms 121. She had a some video that references and referenced this Psalms on it reference God's protection over his people uh, through the Psalms. It was a video that showed a tree falling down, how a woman just missed us, that had the protection. A car accident, missed this guy, that had the protection. It just was an awesome video. And if I can get it on my phone, I'll send it out on the next prayer call. All right, Psalms 121. The Lord shall preserve thee from all
0: evil.
1: Mm. He, who's that? I don't know. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. God, we just thank you for your word, for the scripture. We thank you, God, for the promises of your word, Heavenly Father that the Lord is our coverage, that the Lord is our hedge of protection, that the Lord will preserve our going out and our coming in, and that the Lord will be with us forevermore. God, we just thank you. We can not only say, not only do we believe in this because the word, the scripture says it, but because we are testimony of a horrific program that if it wasn't for the hedge of protection, that if it wasn't for the perseverance from going out and coming in, God's protection over us, that we would not be here. So, God, we give you all the praise, Heavenly Father. We give you all the glory. We magnify. We just thank you, God, for you being God. We thank you for all you've done, God, and all you're going to do. Oh, God, I thank you for the prayer warriors that are here tonight to dishonor and praise and exalt your name and say that you are an awesome God because we know when praises go up, blessings come down. God, we just praise you and exalt you and magnify your name, Heavenly Father. We thank you, God, for you being God. God, we just thank you for bringing us through another week and for the week we have before us, God. We plead the blood of Jesus over this week that you will cover us, that we will be protected, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, that you will open the windows of heaven, that you will break every financial curse, every genetic curse, every point, um, every induced havoc, induced confusion, induced pity, breaking up families, breaking up people. We plead the blood of Jesus that that stuff will be torn apart and will have no effect on us. That the blood of Jesus will reign that those windows of heaven will be open to us and that we will continue to grow
2: and walk
1: according to you. that each day we live will prepare us for the destiny that you have before us, the assignment, that we, we will work closer and closer to that assignment and that we will not leave this earth until the assignment that God put on each one of our lives it's completed. And no matter what, we have to go through. when we know, God, if you gave us an assignment, you gave us the equipment to, to meet the assignment. So we may go through stuff, but we thank you, God, for this thing called favor, that we'll be able to make it through that assignment. And every test that's along the way, God, be with us and let us pass that test. Give us the diligence, the, the willpower, the discipline, the maturity. Be able to pass those tests in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, God. God, we just praise you. We thank you, God, for our elders. We thank you, God, for them for having the using, for giving them the gift of heaven, for watching over them. God, I ask you to bless Amy's mother from head to toe, Ann's mother from head to toe, my mother from head to toe. Elizabeth's mother, from head to toe, was in the hospital. God, get her out of there, please, dear God. God, we thank you for our help. God, we ask you for a special blessing on our vulnerable populations, all babies, our children, the born and the unborn. God, cover them. Watch over them. They're yours, Heavenly Father. We bind up any demon spirit that want to attack children, babies, harm them. Those will be your precious Innocent resources. Cover them with the blood of Jesus, Heavenly Father. God, we thank you for all the praying people. Thank you, God, for each of the callers, the listeners, the participants. I ask you, God, to give each one of them a special anointing, a a special blessing, whatever breakthrough they need, Heavenly Father. I ask you to open the windows of heaven and let that breakthrough come through Through reflect on other people as you bless other people and that the blessings will just become contagious and they'll go around this earth and show the devil that he's the liar that he is God we praise you we magnify your name we thank you for each and every person here tonight to come together and give you all the honor
3: and
2: praise
1: this is my prayer in Jesus name amen we have prayer warriors on the phone. Nancy, Camille, Gloria, um, Angelica is here. Anybody? 503, you muted. Okay, so we'll wait until you're ready if you want Gloria. Uh, Nancy? Yes, Camille?
3: I'm here. Um, okay,
1: Nancy, you want to pray and then Camille? Okay. Okay. That's, um, it's up to you.
3: Okay, I'm going to read this descriptions, and I'll pray Isaiah 41.10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come into your in prayer right now with my sisters, Lord. I thank you so much for this opportunity, Lord, just to come together to pray once again, Father. Thank you so much, Lord, that you you keep each and every one of us, Father, in in Your righteous right hand. Thank you, Lord, that you hold us close to Your bosom, Father. Thank you, Father, that you allow this this group, Father, to come together just to pray, Lord, and uplift You, Father, and and just to pray for our community, Father, to target your community, Lord God, and all of mankind, and and um, and put those those that are coming against us also, Father. We just pray right now, Lord God, that um, people that are being targeted, Father, that you'll 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 send them support, Father. You'll help them find one another, Lord, um, so that we can just be an ear for one another, a shoulder, uh, Heavenly Father, for for one another. Thank you so much, Father, for every every person, Lord, that that seeks to help each other, Father. We thank you, Lord, that. Your word says it, that um, you know us by name, Father, that you, and that we will know them by their fruit, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you so much for being God, Lord. We ask a prayer for our, our families, Father, for our children and for the mothers, Lord, and, and fathers, Lord, just everyone, Lord, God. Just keep everyone safe, Lord. Keep us all from hurt, harm, and danger. We pray for the President, Lord, President Trump, Father. I just pray it's special prayer a special blessing on him and on his administration, Father. That you that you use him mightily, Lord God, just in a way that just bring up bring about some by faith, Lord, just to, to uncover this program, Father, in the name of Jesus. I just pray, Lord God, that, that it'll come about and it'll come about speedily, Lord, because so many people are suffering. We love you so much, Lord. We thank you so much for your word. Thank you so much so we can stand on your word. We can always go to you, Lord. When we are in despair, Father, and just at all times, Father, we can go to you and feel comfort, Lord. We love you so much and we just thank you for being God. Father, thank you for that assurity, Father. Thou art great, thou art almighty, Father. Thank you for the indwelling Holy Spirit. And thank you for, for being all things to us, Lord, at all times. We love you so much, Father. And just thank you for this opportunity, Lord,
0: that we can just be comforted. We say this in the name of our son, Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. 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 Hey, uh
4: Dearly beloved Heavenly Father, uh, I thank you for this time of prayer. It's always Oh, gosh. Okay, now they're messing with my phone with the feedback, okay? Dear Father, again, no, I No, no, that you. was
1: me. Sorry, darling. That, that
4: oh, was me. Okay. Sorry. That was me. Okay. All right, no problem. It's all good. Um, thank you, Holy and Heavenly Father, uh, just for time of prayer. It's always a privilege and an honor uh, to be able to pray to you, to have fellowship with you. Um, I'm feeling a little bit tired up been working like all weekend. Um but I'm grateful. I'm grateful I have the opportunity to work. Uh and I pray to you most high, just um just for each and every one of us. Uh, I'm grateful to be able to come together with these wonderful sisters and uh just have fellowship. Uh your scriptures say where two or more gathered in your name, there you are. And I just pray, you know, in terms of the Prayer of a righteous person that it breaks the back of Satan and all of the attacks that he sins against us. And I just pray that do prayer through fasting and uh, through other things, as Nancy was saying, that this program, uh, this targeted individual program, is totally and completely broken. And, uh, you know, as the scriptures say, what is hidden in the dark will be revealed in the light very soon. That your 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 uh, mighty hand of judgment and justice will be dispensed. Um, I pray for each and every targeted person. I pray that, as Miriam has been talking about, and which is true. Um, you know, this is a spiritual battle. You know, yes, um, I'm, we're grateful that we have the opportunity. Uh, And I do pray for our courts, I pray for our government, I pray for our president, I pray for our legislative branch, the executive branch, the Supreme Court. Um, And I pray that uh, uh, most high that uh, you touch them, that you reach them, that, you know, things are not all gone in terms of Satan having his full control over them. But that, you know, there's a righteousness, there's a holiness, there's you, which you are there. You are mightier than Satan. And, you know, whatever Satan does, he can't do it without you allowing him to do it. So I pray for that. I pray for our country. I pray for the president. Um, I pray that you lead and guide them to make wise decisions in terms of this nation in terms of specifically your people in terms of targeted individuals and that there is justice most high but ultimately i do believe that justice will come from you um you are the you are justice you know um and no one can supersede whatever you decree and i thank you for that i just pray most high um that we are continuously purifying our hearts and our lives and uh, that we fulfill the assignment that you have for us in our lives on this earth and that we do not leave before our time, but we have fulfilled our assignment before we are ready to be with you in heaven for eternity. I pray, again, in terms of this targeted individual program, um, Mary was talking about induced poverty. Uh, which I can connect with, especially as you know every area and aspect of our lives are being attacked, I pray that Yahuwah, know, that uh, uh most high and that you provide us with our wisdom and ideas in terms of how to provide for ourselves financially um in the midst of such attacks and even in terms of our bodies and you know just the electromagnetic attacks that. You give us wisdom to know, you know, what kind of shielding or, you know, even to uh, use the scriptures to, you know, just to to rebuke all of it. And uh, that it be cast down permanently, Father, so we can live in uh, freedom and peace. But... and I just pray for that. I pray for all of these women. I pray for all of those who are targets. I pray for Anne, who was going through extreme targeting, Father. And that you just supernaturally provide and protect each and every one of us, and uh, that you know you shield us and protect us and lead and guide us as we go through this week. We do so successfully, and uh, we look to you that even in the midst of the impossible or what may seem possible, you, all things are possible to those who believe, and that we believe you, we follow you, we keep our eyes on you, that we walk by faith and not by sight. I know sometimes I can get so discouraged because it just seems so overwhelming, but you are greater than all of us, and the victory was won at Calvary over 2,000 years ago, uh By Jesus, and uh we have that victory, we partake in that most high, and I pray to you that we stand on that and we claim it and I thank you so much um I'm grateful again for this time, and I thank you just for who you are. I pray just to get my life and my heart and all of us that we get our lives and our hearts in true alignment with Jesus with you and your kingdom and uh You know, for me personally, that I live wholeheartedly for you and do whatever it is that you have for me to do in this world, on this earth. I thank you for the, um, gosh, what what impact just in terms of the study on Job and Job's life and even just uh, the other men and women of the scriptures and just remembering the fact that this is a battle, but we have the victory and that our perspective in terms of our minds, in terms of how we look at things, you know, just kind of look at it as um, pruning and refinement from you. You want us to be made as pure gold, that we are ready to meet you when you come back. And uh, I thank you that <laughs> I'm honored to uh, be able to go through this so I can come out shining. And that we're all able to do that. And I thank you so much. I pray this all in Jesus' name.
0: As I say, Amen. 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 Awesome. Awesome. You just, um, Gloria, if you'd like, Gloria, would you like to pray? Or anybody else? Angelica? Gloria, okay, well, if you do, just let me know. I don't want to put no one on the spot, you know, but if the Spirit leaves you,
1: please, just, you now. Miriam, I'd like to take a moment or two. I think Mother's going to pray, too. I'd like to just elaborate on Camille's um, scriptures there, because I've made me just pull up some scriptures I want to leave with targeted individuals. Because as you go through this program and you say, my God, how could these people do this? I want you to hold on to Luke 137.
0: Mm -hmm. I was praying, can you hear me? Who said this? Oh, no, Gloria. She says, I was praying,
1: can you hear me? No, I would never talk over you. Try to call back in, darling. I don't know why I didn't go through. Maybe Oh, maybe my phone's not connected. No, my phone is connected in here. Yeah, I hear Call you. Call back in,
0: Gloria. Right, and you're on talk show when you hear me, right? Yeah, Gloria. Oh,
1: Gloria, you're muted. Okay, I see what happens. Yeah. All right, Gloria?
5: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was I was <laughs> muted, so I, I didn't mean I didn't mean you were talking over me. What I was asking was if you could hear me on the phone because I was I had started to pray, then I think you went on, so um I think you weren't able okay. to hear me. Did yeah, I? Yeah, I didn't mute you. You mute yourself, right? <laughs> yeah, I muted myself. Yeah, I muted myself in the beginning because I had to I had to I was listening while everybody was praying, but I had to go to do something, so. I'm back
3: now. Oh, okay. And I have my music right. on. All right. so. Okay. Okay, Precious Heavenly okay Father. good. Okay.
5: Go ahead. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you. I thank you, Father, for uh, my sisters here on this call coming together to come before you and put petitions before you, Father. Father, you see each and every one of us, and you see the desires of each and every one of our hearts. And, Father, you see what we're going through. You see what each and every targeted individual is going through. You see it, Father. You know the whole story. You know you have a plan. Father, we know you have a plan. And we just thank you, Father, that we can come together to to, to even uh, just petition before you, even though you already know what we're going through. Father, we just ask right now in your precious holy name that you would um, give us the strength, give us the strength to go through this until your 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 deliverance comes, Father. Give us the the wisdom as as uh, others have prayed earlier, the wisdom and the knowledge and understanding of of what we need to do in this situation, Father. Give us uh, how to shield ourselves, things. Um, that we can use to um, to protect ourselves, and and Father, I pray for those that don't know and that's going through um, through through this, and the ones that don't know how to shield themselves, that you would bless them to to seek out and to search out things that they can do mm-hmm. to shield themselves, and Father, because I believe that you put you put things in this earth um, already for us, like magnets and you know, we have different pro- different uh items with certain properties uh that can help us in this situation. And you will give us that understanding. Father, I just ask right now that you would um uh, look on um Jackie tonight, father, the sister in um Dallas. I pray, Father, that you would bless her mind, bless her heart, bless her spirit. She's going through really bad, um and and, and she's hurting bad and I just pray, Father, that you would ease her and uh, give her uh, peace, that you shield her, that you just help her, Father. In your precious holy name, Father, I just thank you tonight um, for our families, even though some of them don't understand what we're going through, but uh, I pray, Father, that you would uh, bless them and that you protect them and cover them and and just uh, shield them, Father. Just shield them. Uh, they're going out, they're coming in because these situations that um come up in our lives and come up in their lives. A lot of times it's it's is perpetrated, Father. It's perpetrated. It's not a, a natural occurrence. And we just pray, Father, that you would just shield and bless them and protect them and and Father just um just just help us, Father. We know um that where two or three are gathered in your name, that you're in the midst. And we know that because of the anointing every yoke shall be destroyed. And I believe, Father, that the way to fight this um, uh, battle that we're fighting with this targeting and this sick, sick program, Father, it is through your anointing. And I believe, Father, that as we uh, continue to stay strong and and yield ourselves to you and be all that we can be, Father, that because of your anointing, it shall come down. It shall come down from the head. Father, I know that you will do it. You have a plan. It is not your will that we just suffer and suffer and suffer and suffer and suffer suffer until we die. I don't believe that. But I believe that there's a plan plan going on and you have chosen the ones that are are the strongest to be able to deal with this, to bear this. And I believe, Heavenly Father, that you are going to deliver and I believe your deliverance is coming soon. I hold on to that. I thank you for the hope I thank you, Father, for your word, because your word gives us strength. Your word gives us the power. I thank you, Heavenly Father, because you are the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. You are the true, the true and living God that we worship, and I praise you for that, Father. We thank you, God. We love you and give you our hearts. And have your way in this in this prayer tonight, um, the Bible study. Have your way, Heavenly Father. We love you. We give you all the glory. And yes, Father, as others have prayed, um, uh, put your hand on President Trump. Use him, Father. Use him uh, to tear down uh, these unrighteous things that are going on in in, in this country. And in this earth, Father, all the evil, Father, use him to, to, to do what he can do to bring these programs to an end. And we just think there's so much we can say, so much we can pray pray about. But, Father, we just ask for, for righteous judgment. In your precious holy name, we give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. We thank
1: you for it. Amen. 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 Thank you. Wow. Unified prayer. Believers. Just the alternative is to what? Just believe that this is you know going to continue forever, no, uh-uh. and she said it very succinctly that I, we do i do not believe God put us here to suffer and, and endlessly no, no, the devil is alive,
0: and so I just
1: wanted to go through and leave people with um some scriptures on um Bible verse is about impossible. Luke one thirty seven, for nothing will be impossible with God. Again, Luke one thirty seven. For nothing will be impossible with God. That means I don't care what that devil's trying to make you think, and Lord knows I'm gonna do it. I don't care how many jobs he wants to take away. How many times he wants to just income lynch, God is going to prepare you how to fight back with lawsuits, affidavits, whatever it takes. And most importantly, when God says it's over, it's over. Because, for nothing will be impossible with God. All right, and that's Luke 137. Mark 1027, looking at them, Jesus said, with people, it is impossible, but not with God. For all things are possible with God. Again, hold on to your hold on to your belief. All things are possible with God. he have got to call it. Either that the Lord got somebody. He's got to call in. Matthew seventeen twenty, and he said to them, "Because of the littleness of your faith. For truly I say to you, if you have faith." seed you will say to the mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible to you matthew seventeen twenty The Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they all have the same language, and this is what they began to do, and now nothing which they proposed to do will be impossible for them. Genesis 11:6 Jesus looked at them and said With man this is impossible but with God all things are possible Matthew 19:26 that one In Matthew 17:20 he replied because you have you have so little faith Truly I tell you if you have faith as small as a mustard seed you can say to this mountain move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. And that's the power of faith. Believing. If you believe nothing will be impossible, somebody has got some background noise, a lot of background noise, please. If you believe something's not impossible, you stand on your faith and you believe. Like these are analogies that you can move a mountain. But this means if you put your mind on it, and I believe so many targeted individuals have been harmed, tortured, damaged, that you put your mind on this program coming down, that this program is coming down, it's coming down, that every demon behind it will be exposed. And you align that scripture and you stand on God's word, and it's more than one person doing this, Are we're going to see a breakthrough. Don't forget fasting on Tuesday. All right, just uh, three more. Um, 2 Samuel thirteen two. Amnon became so obsessed with his sister, Tamar, that he made himself ill. She was a virgin, and it seemed impossible for him to do anything to her. Oh, no. I don't have a clear definition on that, but I guess that's impossible there. All right, Judges 6, 5. They came up. With their livestock and their tents, like swarms of locusts, it was impossible to count them or their camels. They invaded the land to ravage it, so it was impossible to count them. And uh, that was Judges six five and Genesis eleven six. The Lord said, "If as one people speaking the same language they have begun to do this, then nothing." they plan to do, will be impossible for us. Genesis eleven six. Okay, those are Bible verses Was impossible. Please stand on Luke 137, most of all, for nothing will be impossible with God. <coughs> okay, we're going to just go into the history of Job Before we do that, Mother, you ready to you want to pray a little bit? Ma, no. you want to pray a little bit? Okay. We're going to have Mother pray
0: a little bit. Dear yeah, mother, you gotta hold on like this. Like this. Try not to. Hold on like this. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.
2: Heavenly Father, we come to give you thanks for another day that you have given us, Lord. We want you to look down on us and bless us and keep us doing your will. That will be done in our lives, Lord. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, we want you now to bless us individually and collectively. Hello, E.J., Miriam, Ahari, Ruta, All the family, bless us inward in and outwardly, really, Lord. Teach us to go your pathway, Heavenly Father. Not my will, but thy will be done in our lives, Lord.
0: Glory, as
2: I do, it made a noise, I we glorify you tonight, Lord. We thank you for another day that you have given us. What kind of noise? Is it real? What was that? It
1: doesn't look like that. Huh? It doesn't You finished? Finish Lord. You finished?
0: You finished, right? It's okay. Well, I wasn't finished, but
2: I didn't know what that bell was. Oh, my okay.
3: God. Maybe I got
2: a
1: text. Oh, yeah. Somebody did. Okay. That's okay. All right. We thank you, Mother. Sorry. She got a little distracted there, but that's okay. Somebody did text, and hopefully they'll call in. Let's take a look at turning the curse into a blessing, the history and background. (coughs) Excuse me, of the book of Job. Job is not only the oldest book in the Bible, it is probably the oldest piece of literature on earth. It is about 4,000 years old. Job was written not before the Noah's flood, but presumably before Abraham. Thus, it was written between 2000 B.C. It was written before 2000 B.C. In Job 8, Verses 8 to 9, it mentions the former age, the era before the flood, when man lived to be hundreds of years old. In Job's time, men's years were but a shadow compared to the period prior to the flood. After the flood, men's life expectancy dropped drastically, and we are left with the impression that. The pre-flood era was not very far removed from Job's generation. The author, there's uncertainty as to the authorship of the book of Job. But it is highly probable that it was Elihu. Elihu was a fourth friend of Job. Elihu at one point seems to be the one telling the story. He had more insight than the other brethren also. He possessed the heavenly perspective of the trial that Job was going through. <coughs> Excuse me. The book of Job is no mere parable. Job was a real man. In fact, he was one of the greatest men of all time. God compared him with Noah and Daniel for integrity. Ezekiel fourteen fourteen. In the New Testament, Job is cited for his examples of patience while suffering afflictions. God tells us to look at Job and consider the end of the trial. Read also Deuteronomy 8.16, Hebrews 12.5, Hebrews 7, verse 12. No, Hebrews 7 and
0: Hebrews 12 and Hebrews 11. In addition to the... Lessons to be learned also sheds remarkable light on the philosophical the
1: philosophic philosophic breath, intellectual culture of the patriarchal age. Job's place in history. We have Adam first, then Noah, then Abraham, then Moses, we have Daniel. And then we have Christ. Job comes right after Noah, right before Abraham. So actually we have Adam, Noah, Job, then Abraham, Moses, Daniel, then Christ. Life and times of Job. Job lived sometime after the flood, but probably before Abraham, after the flood. No one lived another 350 years and would have been alive at the same time as Job. Genesis chapters 9, 10, and 11 cover 11, the period after the flood to
0: Abraham. The earth rapidly repopulated after the flood
1: and very quickly turned away from God. Is this not the story of man since the beginning of time? Are we just looking at now? Is the world not turning away? Are they using the law to turn away from God? The Ten Commandments say be fruitful and multiply. Do they not create laws that obstruct reproduction? Do they not fund projects that obstruct reproduction? Do they not make marriage laws that cannot reproduce? So what is this saying? This saying we're reliving what, what history's done all the time, even after the flood. After the flood, men turned away from God. So the earth rapidly repopulated after the flood and very quickly turned away from God. Is this not the story of man since the beginning of time? Man is prone to wander away from God even when he knows what is right. Read Genesis chapter 11. Excuse me. At Babel, they started a new form of worship by building a tower. This tower was used for the worship of the planets and especially the moon. God came down and confused their languages, dispersed of the world. At the same time, God also changed the races and nationalities. I never heard that one. If that's uh, Genesis eleven for more life expectancy was greatly reduced after the flood before the flood. God had extended long life for the purpose of accumulating knowledge because man had to learn everything from level one. Note man never had to discover fire. discovery of fire is only a myth created by the A. After the flood, man did not have to learn everything from the beginning. On the ark, he had numerous books and knowledge of many ingenuous inventions. Man was extremely brilliant, even in Job's time. This is evidenced by many of the conversations between Job and his friends. They understood nature, science, the stars. They had an amazing knowledge of God and His ways. Earlier man, earliest man, understood music, metal, for, metal forging, and built cities to dwell in. Genesis four seventeen. Isaiah forty forty one four tells us, calling the generations from the beginning. Isaiah indicates that God has a specific purpose and message for every generation. Mm. Job's generation was no exception. God perfected a special message in Job, declaring it not only to Job's generation, but to every succeeding one too. That message developed 4,000 years ago. This is what, is what his this book is all about. Job's a man. Job he was a misunderstood man. Job is a very misunderstood book. The man himself is a very misunderstood Bible character. In order to understand Job or any other spiritual issue, we must always approach it in the spirit of humility. The book of Job contradicts much of today's theology. Is our spiritual enlightenment as superior as we assume it is? Is the church of today any more discerning of God's ways than Job's brethren were 4,000 years ago? They declared most emphatically that when you do right and believe the promises of God, everything in life will run smoothly. But if you do evil, everything will be contrary. The book of Job upsets that concept. Here, we're presented with one of God's most righteous servants, and yet everything went wrong for him, at least for a while. A misinterpreted verse. One of the most abused verses in the Bible is Job three twenty-five. Job cried out, For the thing which I greatly feared has come upon me, and that which I was afraid of has come unto me. <coughs> It is commonly taught today that because Job had been meditating on and confessing some negative thoughts and fears, it opened the door for Satan to get in and bring all these catastrophes upon himself and his family. This, however, is found to be quite unwarranted when we look into chapter 1 to see how the trial had its onset. In chapter 1, God brought up the subject of Job, not Satan. God wished to test this remarkable man. The Lord himself created the setting of this trial by praising Job, thus provoking Satan to jealousy. This stirred up the adversary to ask for permission to strip Job of all of his blessings. Job's trial, therefore, was the result of a conversation between God and Satan, not Job's negative confession. Yes, the trial was the result of a removed hedge, However, it was not Job's fears that removed the hedge, but it was God's permission for Satan to test Job that removed the hedge. The thing I greatly feared, it's come upon me. As we look more closely at Job's comments in Job 3.25, we should see more clearly that this passage simply indicates that Job had been previously warned about his upcoming trial. Should this surprise us? After all, Job had a close walk with the Lord, and he knew the secrets of the Lord. It does not seem unusual at all that the Lord should prepare Job by speaking to him about an uncoming trial. Job did not know when, where, or how, neither did he understand all the details. He knew a trial of great magnitude was coming, and when it finally arrived, he cried out, That which I greatly feared has come. God is very gracious and grants foreknowledge to his servants when he knows they need it. God will show us the future when he knows it will help us. Understanding fortifies us to bear up under the pressure of the storms of life. Job had visions of the second coming of Christ, the first resurrection, and the millennial age.
2: Job nineteen twenty-five
1: through 27. Job had personal promises from God that he himself would participate in his resurrection and literally see the Lord during the millennium. With such promises, he lived a holy life. He feared the Lord and he shunned the evil. Job was seized with a sense of destiny for his life and this urged him to live carefully,
0: circumcision. Circum- Job was a righteous man and was being further trained
1: and purified by adversity in order to qualify for and to <coughs> excuse me, I told you I'm catching this coldest this weather change, but in Jesus' name, I rebuke it, and I'm not catching it. It's gonna go away. Okay, Job represents a righteous man who is being further trained and purified by adversity in order to qualify for a better resurrection and to rule and reign with Christ. Not every Christian participates in this, Revelations 26. Only those who are holy will reign. The Corinthians, for example, were not ready to reign with Christ at the time. Paul wrote to them. Paul describes them as carnal and vain. And they were not cleansed from the lust of the flesh. They were forgiven, but not mature. An overview of Job's life. As you read the book of Job, (laughs) excuse me, as you read the book of Job, observe which portions are devoted to Job before his trial. Especially consider chapters 1, 29 and 31 for Job's background. How did he live and what kind of man was he before his trial? Job's spiritual roots must have gone down a long way. He must have had an unusual unusual promises from God to have ever endured such a trial. Great men and women have special keys in their lives that have made them outstanding in their field. Job, before his trial, here we see his youth, his reputation, his character, and his vision. Then the book goes into Job during his trial. God was making him even more righteous and holy. And then Job, after his trial, he received a double portion of honor and an eternal name. Job was tested in seven ways. He was about to lose everything—possessions, business, employees. That's called economically. He was t- tested domestically. His children would die. Mm. His children would die in a violent storm. His wife would turn against him. Mm. That's why you got to marry equally. Yoke. physically, he was going to be tested. His body would be stricken with great pain and boils. Socially. Relatives and closest friends would misjudge and forsake him. Boy, was he not a T.I.? Regional people would despise and speak against him. His honorable reputation would be temporarily destroyed. My God, my God. Mm. Mentally, he was going to be very confused emotionally. He would be depressed.
0: Circumstances
1: would seem hopeless and unnatural. Was he not a T.I.? And then spiritually, God was going to be silent
0: for long months. The need for understanding. The spirit of understanding is one of the
1: seven spirits of the Lord mentioned in Isaiah eleven, 2 3 Understanding means to comprehend, to discern, to know thoroughly, to grasp or perceive clearly, to have clear perception of the meaning of something. understanding enables us to see God's hidden hand in in irritations and injustices, causing our responses and attitudes to be right when trouble comes. Without an understanding of God's ways, we will react incorrectly to injustices and then become bitter. Understanding helps to cooperate because it breaks down resistance, and stubbornness in our hearts. Understanding helps us not to miss the point, but gives us perception of what God is trying to say. Some saints never learn God's ways. Consequently, they spend their whole life fighting and demanding justice and vindication for themselves. Although Job did not understand the specifics of his trial, he understood the broad broad principles of God's ways, and this is what saved him. People rebel when they lack understanding. Many TRs have become atheists, and we're praying for them to come back to the Lord. When they don't understand, when you don't understand, you rebel. The Israelites revolted against the Lord because they had no understanding of what he was trying to do in their lives through their circumstances. God said, they do always err in their hearts and have not known my ways, Hebrews 3, 8, 10. Because of this, they never entered into God's rest. They wandered perpetually in the wilderness. There are many who waste much of their lives going in circles. See Psalm 78, verse 37 to 42. In the case of Israel, God actually deprived them of understanding because their hearts were so hardened against him, Deuteronomy 29.3. Therefore, we must keep our hearts tender before the Lord in order to receive the spirit of understanding. Understanding helps us cooperate with God. Why are some Christians strong and stable while others are up and down all the time? What determines the strength of a believer? What is the deciding factor? I believe the answer is their vision. The difference lies in their grasp of the truth, in their understanding. Truth is much more than a standard right and you know, Truth is right. It is an illuminating power that shines into the darkened soul, bringing tremendous industry and freedom. In several of the epistles, Paul mentions weak conscience. What is the reason men and women are spiritually feeble? It is because light and revelation have not yet penetrated their being. A transformation takes place with our soul when God opens our eyes and imparts his understanding to our heart. Understanding enables us to cooperate with God when adversity comes into our lives to develop and mature us. Without proper understanding, our response to difficulties will be evil, yes, evil. We must understand the concept of trouble. We cannot successfully face purifying trials and go on to Christian maturity. When a Christian is instructed wrongly on the subject of adversity, he will become confused when difficulties arise. He may become so disillusioned
0: with Christianity that he turns his back on God. God, uh, to give us an understanding heart as did Solomon. It's okay. gifts to those who can please him and seek him earnestly. It's imparted to the pure in heart. The pure in heart shall see. God, will give understanding. Yeah.
1: The hearts were so hardened with accusations against him. Deuteronomy twenty nine two. The more godly and holy a person is, the better he accepts, understands, and copes with adversity. Have you ever noticed the manner in which the world and the disobedient view trouble? It is always with gloom. This is because they are only living for this present life. Contrawise, the Apostle Paul embraced his difficulties because he knew and understood the eternal benefit. It was like. See Second Corinthians 4,
0: 15,
1: Romans eight eighteen. Vision. Vision makes the difference between up and down Christians and those who continue to press on to the end. It is not uncommon at all for believers to sit back at an early age with a retirement mentality. This is the end result of no vision. Without a vision, we dwell carelessly. But the man who has been struck with a real vision understands what God is doing and has a defined mark to press towards. Also, he possesses a holy fear of, com- of coming short of it, Proverbs twenty nine eighteen. Understanding strengthens us because... It gives us the ability to see injustices from God's perspective. It makes us react the right way to these irritations or injustices. It helps us move any seeds of bitterness from our heart while in the heat of a trial. It causes us to cooperate with the Lord and trust him in a fiery furnace. It removes resistance, stubbornness, and hardness from our heart. It increases our perception of what God would do in our lives because of an irritation or a trial. It helps us to see the end of a matter, and it produces hope. Before we delve into the book of Job, I'd like you to remember seven points about Job's trial. After this, I want you to remember seven major reasons for his trial. The seven points to remember about Job's trial. One, Job was not afflicted because of any wrong in his life. Two, God was the author of his trial. Three, a trial is really a trial when it is beyond our explanation and understanding. Four, Job never complained about the devil. He knew there was a higher power and it was God. Five, God was dealing with one particular thing in Job's life during the trial. Six, God was silent for months. God would not explain what he was doing. Seven, Job had special encounters with God. Before
0: his trial, this is what enabled him to go through it. Whenever we challenge or question or criticize God, we're putting him down and lifting ourselves up above
1: him. This is the theme of the book of Job
0: 4.17. Shall mortal man be more just? and be more pure than his maker. The reason for Job's trial.
1: It was a test to see what kind of man Job was. God wanted to have something to say to Satan, the accuser. It was to make a righteous man even more righteous. It was for the purpose of bringing a greater revelation of the Lord to Job. It was to bless Job's ladder and to exalt him and give him an eternal name. It was a test for everyone else around Job. Everyone was on trial. His trial was for our sake. Also, Job left
0: a message for us to take to heart. All right. The message was, shall a mortal man be more just than God? Shall
1: a man be more pure than his maker? When tragedy a heartbreak comes, man's first reaction is, God, this is not fair. You are not fair. Man is too quick to utter error against God, Isaiah 32, 6. By criticizing God's wisdom and character we sin. Most sins are committed with our mouth. In doing this, we're putting the Lord down and lifting ourselves up above him. Job was guilty of this in the latter part of his trial. Though not at first, he condemned the Lord, but found no fault in himself, making himself more righteous than God. God wanted to teach Job and every one of us this lesson: Shall mortal man be more just than God? Shall a man be more pure than his maker?
0: God wants us to see that righteousness. These were all things Job had to
1: go through, the imputed and the imparted righteousness. Imputed righteousness is to be counted righteous, though we are not. It is simply our judicial position in standing with God. Another has paid our debt and has acquitted us freely of all trespasses committed, Romans four one eight. That's imputed righteousness. That's righteousness because someone died for us. So that's how, you know, that's a type of righteousness. Then there's the imparted righteousness, and that's to be made righteous. This is righteousness worked out in the heart after God has dealt with us so that we practice righteousness. This righteousness is granted only to those who hunger and thirst for it, Matthew 5, 6. It is this kind of righteousness that is required in order to reign with Christ. Romans 5.17, Revelation 19.7. Holiness. Holiness. To have all to God. Thoughts, desires, motives, all our worship. Righteousness will lead to holiness, Romans 6.19. He that is righteous, let him continue to become more righteous still. He that is holy, let him continue to become more holy
2: still, Revelation
1: 22.11. Righteousness will lead to holiness. Here is the order. From imputed righteousness, which is because Christ died on the cross, that's like a given righteousness, imparted righteousness, when you're now actually using your free will to live more righteous, to holiness, Romans 6.19. Job was in the process of being
0: made more righteous and holy. Okay.
1: All right. At new birth, we are counted righteous, though we still have many problems. God then desires to thoroughly work in our hearts so that we are made righteous, truly righteous. In the meantime, we should have peace in our hearts as we rest in the assurance that God looks at us as being righteous and holy. Here is the order. Imputed righteousness, it affects only our standing. We're, we're counted righteous, and there's imparted righteousness. We have been made righteous. Our deeds are right. And then there's true holiness. Every part of us belongs to God. Affections and motives are pure. <laughs> Remember, the key to growth is continuing to respond to the light. Light brings us to love. There can never be true love or unity unless we're responding to the truth. First John one seven, responding to the truth remedies in our heart. Responding to the truth remedies in our heart, hearts those things which cause disunity. Responding to the truth remedies and I put remedies in our heart to stop the cause to stop the disunity. I can't stop there.
0: That was just a little bit on um, the background of the Book of
1: Job, the history. It being one of the most longstanding books, the purpose for the Job's, Job's story was for the benefit of mankind. It was a book. It's one of the oldest books. Of God knew. God knew. Generation after generation, good men would suffer. He didn't want people to believe that when you see people suffering, you're just going to say, oh, they did something wrong, this and that. We need to understand another part of suffering, and that's when God's using you for either historical purposes or purposes on behalf of humanity, but for a great purpose. That is the bottom line. That's the story of Job. Yes, he suffered, but his latter was better than his beginning, and he made history. His suffering needed to happen on behalf of humanity, on behalf of other righteous people that may suffer too, so that they can have some understanding. And to me, it makes sense. This book is here to help particularly targeted individuals so that, you know, you can make it through, When people are telling you, Derek, you must have did something wrong. You must be a bad person. You know, I mean, everything, they're going to take all your money, your income, come on. And I thank God. We have a countermeasure. Without stories like these, you can call it literature, fables, um, uh, analogies, poetry, literature. I don't care what they call it. This has relevance to a targeted individual's life. And then you have to analyze is the devil doing this or did God allow it? And if God allowed it, then what is the reason he allowed it for? It's ugly, it's not pretty. But well, for Job, it wasn't pretty either. But he there was a there was a lead through it. And it was on behalf of humanity, behalf of the world, behalf of people like you and me, for us to to look at a story of a righteous man that lost everything on behalf of humanity. So I say to targeted individuals, keep the fight, keep the good fight of faith. Your research, your work is going to pay off one day. The devil is a liar. The devil's a liar. Stand with God. Stand on righteousness. You know, many TIs, I think a lot of us were whistleblowers anyway, but many some of us, some TIs I've come up with, They would have never thought about no human rights, please. They wanted a pretty house, a nice car. They'd have been quite content with chasing their dollar like everybody else. But God said, no, i got to have some people, you know, fighting on the other side for vulnerable populations, senior citizens, for children, and for regular people. So it's not targeted
0: individuals. Peace out any questions Not the question, any comments Questions or comments, Miss Nancy Camille, Gloria? i hope trying to put people to sleep. Uh, hello.
1: Hello. This is Camille.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I. I, I I'm. Li- I'm listening. No comment. I just think it was great what you shared. You're not coming in too clear.
4: Oh, I'm sorry. I was just coming into agreement with you, that's all.
0: It's amazing I found you know,
1: I'm glad I bought this series. It definitely mm. put a different perspective, you know. Yeah. Job's trial was basically for the sake of, of all these the next generations, for people like us.
4: Yeah. Well, you know what what I find very uh And I'm glad you mentioned this, um, because what you said in terms of, you know, what people say, I mean, I've I've listened to a lot of ministers uh, who preach that the reason why Job went through what he did was because, uh, you know, that scripture, I think it's in uh, Job 3.15, where it says, the thing I feared the most has come upon me. And I just never it never resonated with my spirit in terms of I don't know I kind of I mean not for nothing obviously we all need to be pruned and refined but you know, I just always felt that was a little bit insulting um, to even think that I mean this was the what the scriptures uh, called the wisest man or the uh, most honorable man in the east I mean. He wasn't a perfect man, but, I mean, he was a great man, according to the scriptures. And to say,
1: mm-hmm. oh, well, because
4: he feared, I don't know, it's just reducing one, I don't know, verse in the scripture. Great.
1: no. That just meant he prophesied, God let him know that you're going to go through something. And he was like, uh-oh, mm-hmm. what I feared is happening. That's all that was.
0: But that's why yeah. they
1: said... You know, many churches today have that welfare mentality, you know, where, yeah. you know, you go to God just for blessings. And when things don't right. go right, they shun people. You know that if you're a T.I., they're okay. like, oh you done did something. Get, 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 get up on out of this church. Uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm. But you on your you, own.
1: Yeah,
4: well, I I've, I've fell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead.
3: No,
4: I was... I was just thinking, yeah. Um, I remember as a TI when I was going to church, uh, they would use, I think, what is it? The scriptures in Deuteronomy, like Deuteronomy 8, you know, with the blessings and the curses. You know, if you don't do all the things uh, God tells you to do, that these things would come upon you. And if you do all those things that Mm -hmm. he tells you to do, then you know, you will get the blessing, you know. And, uh, you know, I, at one point, you know, they using those scriptures to, you know, basically make me feel as though I was under a curse. And I was under a curse because yeah. I
0: was in sin. Because you did something right. Nobody right, exactly. explained. Right.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. Nobody, or, right? No, not, not even even if you're going to say to somebody there's a curse on you, then you got to let them know about the blessing, how to uh-huh. turn the curse into a blessing. I would never tell anybody oh, you are cursed. Even the Ti, I'd say yes, this is a curse problem program, but there's a way to turn it into a blessing. Yeah, and let's yeah. do the research on how to turn this program into a blessing.
4: Uh huh. You know, I'll say that's when they start to say, "Well, you know what? You just need to repent and stop sinning." You know, I mean that's just a very, it's just a very simplistic way of looking at things. And you know what? Uh, God is—I don't know—he's deeper than that. You know, uh, the thing it's that
1: should be supposed God ordained. Supposed God ordained this as a
0: trial. I mean, right. it, it, it's not. I mean, there's no sin to be to be, you know, right. Well, maybe even to if they allow that you them. so that Go you ahead. can grow, you can
1: get to the next level and learn and, right. and be a, you know, to mature, you
0: know.
1: right? Or on behalf of humanity, help to encourage, you know, uh, to right to to be a part of a major movement. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I'm
4: glad you said that because that never resonated with my spirit. Whenever they would read that about Job, I'm like, no. I mean, how could think about it? I mean, it. I mean, even from a common sense perspective, it makes no sense because if this was the most righteous man in the east, as the scriptures uh, point out, and he's going through what he went through, and you're saying he did it because he, you know, the thing he feared the most came upon him then that would mean everyone should go through a trial like that. You know what I mean? Because, again, he Mm -hmm. was the most righteous Mm -hmm. man in the East, and he went through all that stuff. So then, you know, Mm -hmm. everyone else around him should have experienced, if not worse, the trial, because they were not nearly Mm -hmm. as righteous as Job was. So, I mean, that reasoning Mm -hmm. just never even made any sense to me. But, you know, like you said, I think we do have this, especially with this charismatic movement in terms of the church, we have this mindset, you know, if we're not quote-unquote the blessed, you know, blessed in this society in this fleshly, you know, carnal world means, you know, we don't have the car and the house and you know, all those other things that we call blessed, then, you know, we're in sin. We, you know, we're under the curse. And I think, Mm -hmm. I I always sense that um, God looks at things differently because those things that man calls blessed, you know, I mean, at the end, especially without God, it's going to lead you into the pit anyway. I mean, it's going to be nothing. Um, you know, all this stuff, it's, it, it's not going to last. It's going to burn in the fire, you know? I mean, when uh, mm-hmm. the only thing that's going to last that is eternal is our relationship with Jesus Christ and with the Holy and Heavenly Father. All this other stuff when, you know, it's going to all be burned. It's going to burn you know, I I think of even as I'm saying that, um, you know, Daniel three and the the story of those three Hebrew boys Shadrach Meshach and Abednego, and I just think about well when they would not bow to King Nebuchadnezzar, you know, or bow to you know the golden image that uh, he had had made and everyone else was bound to, and they were threatened to be. Mm-hmm put into the fire and you know I love Mm -hmm. their response like you know what, our God will save us but even if he doesn't we still won't bow and the fact that you know the guards of Nebuchadnezzar who threw them in the fire uh the guards themselves they were burned up and they died although when the three Hebrew boys went through the fire not only were they not burned but as Nebuchadnezzar said, there was one, there were four people who were in the fire, and um, which he described as the son of the gods, meaning that God was in that fire with them. And when they came out, there wasn't even a a of smoke. There was nothing on them that indicated that they had gone through that fire. And it just, I don't know, something in my spirit just says, it just really points to the fact that you know anything that is of the most high it won't be burned you know i also think about even um you know you see these things you hear of things um you know when you have these fire you know when you have uh i don't know uh they when for instance there there's a fire that happens right uh, and I think this happened at, um, there was a fire recently at Dollywood. Dolly Parton's, um, I don't know, her, I think she has a, a a place called Dollywood. And there was a fire recently mm-hmm. uh, somewhere in Tennessee. And just about mm-hmm. everything burned up. The only thing that remained in the fire was a Bible. And it was open to a scripture you know, and it just, it's amazing. amazing. You know what I'm saying? I hear stories like that where everything is burned Mm -hmm. except Mm -hmm. that word. I mean, that's got to tell us something. All the stuff that we're chasing, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. it's not going to last. The only thing that's going to last is God's word and whether or not we stand on that
0: word. So anyway, I didn't mean to go on and on. No, that was a very, very good observation.
1: Thank you for sharing. Thank you for
4: allowing me. And thank yep. you for sharing. Yeah, I think th- it's great.
1: Thank you. I thank God for this um, book. I needed, let me just say, I needed an answer, you know, and I, I, I needed, you know, I just, I, you can't go through this. You're just like, you know, even if you guys, you want to have a minute, take a look at that text I sent you about the job, you know? I did above and beyond. These people got it to a point now to get a job. They want you to do free work. I did free work above and beyond,
3: Uh you
1: know? Plus I had the the papal, everything to go with, and these demons, you know, still said no. I mean, if I didn't know God, if I didn't buy stuff like this, how to turn the curse into a blessing, you'd go crazy. You're like, how could they do this? In mm-hmm. such petty jobs, we're talking petty on the online. I'm not even talking if I went to another school district. These demons turn three or four school districts upside down. Mm-hmm. This is a sick program.
4: It is a sick program.
1: This is a sick I'm in, a, I'm in an assassination program and nobody no public protection call offices or help. Uh-huh. This is insanity.
3: It is insanity.
1: But I I thank God for God's grace and mercy. If I, I had this that's a curse. Uh-huh. That's a curse. When uh-huh. you continuously have someone trying to kill you under a uh-huh. covert different covert activities. Uh-huh. That's a curse from the pit of hell, but that's a spiritual war, and I thank God for his word, else I, I would have mm-hmm. gone crazy. Anybody that's could have gone crazy that's behind that's this. You, uh, you I'm dealing with this. Do you know how
0: many people are dealing with this with children to feed? Um, wow. With children I've to feed, that. they went to school, got credentials, and you can't even feed your kids and they talk about some
1: student loan and now that, and these people are blacklisting you? hmm This is insanity. Mm-hmm. And there's no office helping people, helping people help feed their children, feed their families. That people put in,
0: in in shelters behind this these crimes. Uh-huh. Yeah, this isn't this is beyond insanity. Uh-huh. So I thank God. If you don't know the word of God, you can
1: literally give up and feel that the devil won.
3: Uh-huh.
1: That it's going to be like this forever. But when you know God, you know that when He says it's time to part, it's over. When the favor of God can turn this, not no man. So all Uh the people that want to hate God and turn on God, where's your God now? I don't have to prove anything to anybody. All I have to do is be humble and say, God, I trust you. And in Uh your time, I know the devil is the boss when it comes to finances and health and everything else. Uh And, yes, I will patiently wait on the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I have a Bible, a book of stories to God direct, and it's a book that's been the longest book on earth, so it's a history book.
0: When yeah. I look like tackling this demon, and the same people that are ready to turn on God, they ain't going through what we're going through.
4: You know what, Preach? Uh, you know you were telling the absolute truth, those who say that, you know. And it's interesting because I, um, you know, like some of these calls, like some of the ones that I shared with you that I go on, and I look at the chat Mm -hmm. and people say, oh, forget God. And you know what? I remember it was one of them and it said, like, F Jesus or something like that. I'm like, what? Uh -uh." Mm Uh-uh. You know, and you are absolutely right. They probably don't even go
0: through (laughs) Exactly. They still on the payroll. Got a check. They have no Mm -hmm. idea. Mm Mhm. They have
1: no idea. They have no. way, but 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 when but the thing is now those people when when things hit them when something like this hit them those are the ones that commit suicide. Mm -hmm. Okay, because they were building on their own strength. They were building on their own strength. Right.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Right. You cannot cannot go. And and most importantly, I'm sorry. Right. And mm-hmm. the most successful kings and, and that and people that have really held positions of kingdomship and in an honorary position were the people who went through stuff. Those uh-huh. people who had it easy, they they lost it easy. Right. You you can't run no nation, you ain't been through nothing. You have not uh-huh. been through anything.
3: Uh-huh.
1: You have to because there's a purging, there's a there's a maturity, there's a, there's growth, there's there's, mm. there's there's so much that comes with this.
3: Mm.
1: And if you don't find that, if you don't find that, you don't you're not growing. You you you're just sitting in this. It's like you said, you become better or bitter.
4: Right, right,
1: right.
4: Yeah,
1: I mean because you have but
4: to it, have it, a it, certain. It, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I think you have to have a certain um what with this program does as with um any real hardship you go through and it you know, if you persevere through it, there is a certain level of perseverance that you develop that you need, you know, especially in terms of leadership or any uh I mean, in terms of any kind of promotion, there's a toughness. There's a a maturity, as you said, a growth, uh, a level of even depth Mm -hmm. and wisdom that you developed that if you don't go through something, you just don't have. And you need that in order to have any kind of leadership, to have any kind of real true character, you know. Um, And it's Mm -hmm. unfortunate because I look at the churches today. Um uh, you know, I mean, it's just full of, I don't know, spirit. And I was there, so I'm not just saying this out of thin air, but, you know, just full of spiritual babies, you know, who have not matured, grown up. I think, what is it, Hebrews 11 that talks about, you know, we're still on uh, baby food. We have not matured to the level of, you know, getting off of, uh, getting out of elementary school in terms of, I'm just paraphrasing the scripture there, but in terms of uh, being grown up in the Lord. Growing up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. we're just kind of like still, I mean, we kind of have this baby mentality like feed me, give me, you know, do this for me. And Mm -hmm. when things are hard, we just, and I mean, we all kind of go through it a little bit, but we kind of, you know, people are like, well, now I'm upset at God because now I don't have that toy anymore I used to have. And it was never about the toy. You no, know, it's always about
2: exactly.
4: um, loving him for who he is. And, I mean, I think it was you who said, you know, here we are. Um, we uh, have the mentality like he serves us rather than we serving him you know no we serve exactly. him he doesn't serve us you know we i mean he's already done the work he he's awesome he is god hello he's god he's great he's mighty he's powerful he's awesome he is the creator of the universe he's he's god i mean we serve him not the other way around you know and uh, and I say this even to myself in terms of maturing to that level. He is God. He is the mighty, almighty, powerful. I serve him. You know, I'm called to love him and to submit to him, not the other way around, you know. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. thank you so much for sharing. You know, this is
1: awesome. I'm so glad for every one of you, you know, I called, I'm not going to say, well, I called a, a T.I. tonight to see if they were coming in. It really shook me up. They were like, no, no, not at all. I said, oh, boy. I was like, well, is everything all right? Everything's okay. Mm-hmm. I can't deal with that, you know, and I know what that's a product of, you know, I'm mad at God mm-hmm. and you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. And, uh, I mean, I kind of get that, you know. I,
4: yeah,
1: and just, it, you know. I, I, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Just Keep pray for, what, if we could do that, just pray for a lot of TIs I's are very bitter,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they're also, you know, they're bitter. And we need to pray for God to, for the Holy Spirit, because we can't do nothing about it. But the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, we ask to touch them yeah. and show them, you know, that uh, it's quite real. Make a difference in their lives so that they can, you know, see. Right, right. That's all we can pray for because that really hurt me. It was just like, wow. Well, you know, you know and you just mentioned person, it. but you I mean, people been through people been through so much. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they just right. tired. I just, I mean, mm-hmm. people they, they 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 you know put the lock them up and just do so many horrific things to them. But, mm-hmm.
4: And that's what I was, as you said that. That's exactly what I was thinking. Just pray for them because this program is wow. It's horrific, you know. I mean, in terms of, I mean, it's just the. It it, it it's like, talk about the dark side, the wicked of the wicked, you know. It's almost like the when I went through this, it was like the bowels of hell opened up against me, literally, you know. Um so it wow, it's it's extreme. It's it's crazy. Um I don't see I mean, how I mean, anyone
1: I mean, can basic, do this. Well, Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Like by themselves. I've met basic, you know, TIs that were Christians, you know, raised and and because of the the magnitude of crimes inflicted on them. I don't know how they figure it's right to be an atheist, but they they just can't understand how could God.
0: <clears throat>
1: I find it amazing. They blame it on God, but they they I've met you know they've just they you know they were just not strong enough in the Word of God to understand right. what was going on. Yeah, you're saying so exactly what through,
4: I'm thinking. Their I mean, their the, the relationship because I know this for myself. The relationship with God was superficial. You know, Because if you truly
0: right. understand
4: no scripture, the fact is right. really righteous right. men exactly. of God will go through hardship. Even the scriptures in the New Testament tells you uh, if you are of Jesus, you will face persecution. No a student is greater than his master. And we know what Jesus went through. And we, even as hard as of a time we've gone through, we can't even say that we've gone through anything that he went through. You know what I'm saying? In terms of what they did as far as his flesh, in terms of everything that he endured. And this was a man who was without sin, who went through extreme torture, so no student is greater than his master. If we claim that we serve him and we truly want to serve him, guess what? We're going to go through persecution. That's just the reality, you know. But with him and in him, we have the victory, you know. It's like it's unfortunate the way this, uh, especially um, the the Western world, uh, you know, the way we are, raised or presented in terms of Christianity? Because you look at people throughout this world who have um, decided to follow Christ and who lose their lives for it. And the fact of the matter is you we all need to be ready to lose our lives for him. I mean, they in other words, here they are, they are deciding to follow Christ. In different nations, where you know, really Christianity, you know, get your head cut off if you choose to follow Jesus, but they do it, you know. And what they're not promised the uh, the greatest life in the world, the house, and the car, and everything, but that's not why they went in. In terms of uh, choosing to follow him and serve him, so if they were not to expect. That would they would have a comfortable, uh, luxurious life? What makes us think we're going to have one by following Jesus? So, why would we ever get better?
0: You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, people
1: losing their lives, but you know what? But that's even each one of us went through it, and, you know, that's why I even start this online <coughs> ministry because, you know, th- that was the intent of the devil was to run people away from God. Mm-hmm. And that's how you know, a lot of TIs turn to atheism because they cannot relate to what they, they blame everything they went through on God not covering them. hmm Well, you know what? My faith was
2: shaky.
4: Yeah. At one point, my faith was shaky, but my faith was shaky. Well, first, because I did have a superficial relationship with God as well. Um, And I still work on it in terms of my everyday relationship. But also because those who, quote, unquote, I guess maybe who I looked to and thought was so wonderful and spiritual and this and that and the other, who abandoned me, I said, wait a minute here. These are people who were supposed to be followers of you, Most High, who I guess I was following them maybe and not God. And they turned away and I thought they would, you know, be spiritual enough to love enough to help me. And all of a sudden they're turning away from me and these are supposed to be people of you, Most High. I started questioning my faith. I mean, I I, I won't ever say that I turned away from God, um, but, you know, I'm like, am I doing something wrong here, God? Why am I, you know, I mean, what's going on here? I started questioning, what is this all about? What is this whole church thing all about, you know? Have I been doing something or following the wrong thing all this time? I mean, I just was like, what is going on here? And it seemed like just about every church that I went into Somehow, um, you know, the perps or, you know, whoever it is would get to, you know, the church and then all of a sudden I would be turned against. I mean, this was also at a time where I really didn't understand the program and how it worked. And I didn't really understand in terms of my own faith and my relationship with God. But I was just very um, confused and disheartened. And, you know, just kind of even looking at other faiths, like maybe this whole Christian thing is not really, you know, the right thing that I should be following, you know. So anyway, um, you know, that's just sharing in terms of how I felt. I mean, I never said, oh, well, I would be an atheist. So I'd turn away from God. But I started questioning seriously what this whole church thing and Christianity is all about and whether or not this is my, was I just spinning my wheels all these years <laughs> I know. You know, so that's just just sharing there.
1: All right. All right. Well um, Gloria and the two people wrote me I I'm sure they gotta but thank you for sharing and um God bless you. Thank you, Gloria. Okay, darling. Good good to have you. Um Thank
0: you, Camille, for part you know, all your information. Nancy, um those who wanna be here and can't be here.